your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Bruss. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Bruss. Live from the Gruber Law Office, one call, that's all studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Bud Light on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. ESPN Wisconsin. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us from all over the state, from Milwaukee to Madison, and of course, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam, home of the Golden Beavers up there in Dodge County. A lot of quarterback conversations happening. Aaron Rodgers spent three hours talking to Joe Rogan of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. That dropped on Saturday night. Some interesting nuggets in there. And then Brett Favre debuted today. Our newest teammate here on ESPN Wisconsin. He was on with Jen Gabe and Chewy. Uh, Mornings 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee sent about Spent about 30 minutes with them. We'll hear plenty of cuts from him. Plus, we'll replay a good chunk of the interview coming up around 5.15 here on Scalzo and Brust. As I mentioned, you could get into the show. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. That's the Old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank. Get old. So, Scals, I've continued to take your advice on how to be a better uncle. And... I became cash is king. You you you've been spot on when it comes to cash. My niece for her birthday, uh, the joy on her face when she got cash was there. Unfortunately, uh, there was a card that was opened up before mine, and there was a fifty in it. And you came in with forty. I came in with two twenty. Who dropped the fifty in there? A different uncle. The uncle of the other side of the family. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know, she was still ha- like she like I I actually think um, in her perspective, she like was like this is really cool. I got two bills instead of one, um, but to the surrounding party around, I think everyone was like, oh, all right, he he, he got him he got her ten less. The other uncle's the winner. Uh, look, it's a you long know, game. About the money, it's right? a long game. You're going to have plenty of other holidays. This is the best news possible for your niece because now all of a sudden there's going to be a competition between <laughs> uncles. So there's either two, two, uh, two things you can do. One is coordinate with the other uncle, and that uh, you know that's ultimately illegal in uh, in business practice, right? To uh, to combine with your competitor to either price gouge or to to set the price here. So in this case, like if you want to agree with the other uncle of hey, moving forward for the next year, birthday, holiday, it's like fifty. Let's do fifty, and then when she gets to this age, you go up. Or you guys get into a heated competition to figure out who can spend more. I mean that. <laughs> 
that's pr- you know me. I ain't going to him being like, "Hey, what are you bringing?" I'm gonna one up him. Like, I, yeah, but that's gonna cost both of you more money, and ultimately, but your niece more will be joy the in my nieces. Yes, or but as long as she understands the nephews. Now, what you also have to think about is setting a precedent. Because Correct. if all of a sudden on her tenth birthday she gets a hundred dollars, then the other folks that are younger than her on their tenth birthday all need to get a hundred dollars. So my brother Jonathan has six kids, and one of them just graduated eighth grade. And I got a phone call from Jonathan out of the blue, and my niece Calla was graduating eighth grade. And she was like, my, my dad won't get me these. Uncle Ben, please, please, please. They were like, and I am suck with shoes. They were like Jordan 1s, I think, baby blue, like... Like, sh- sh- they looked awesome. Like, I was like, yeah, she's got to be the coolest kid in school. We- we're getting her these as-, as the graduation gift. So her next sister in line, who's in seventh grade now, saw the-, the cash that I gave my niece and was like, Uncle Ben, you don't have to get me a gift for the next two years. Just just make sure you get me shoes like you did for Cala for graduation. <laughs> so so I, don't- I-, I don't know. I feel like I'm-, I- I'm-, I'm in over my head right now on the gifts, but I actually love that. But I also don't want to stop getting her birthday gifts. Uh, No, you can't stop getting her birthday gifts. But again, you need to have a system and stay disciplined to that system of when you're this old, you get this much. Yeah. And then calculate it and then share that with your aunt and uncles or to your brothers and sister and say, here's the here's the Ben Brust guideline. Here's what I'm spending on your children. (laughs) Just remember that next time my birthday comes around. Yeah, and and it was at my sister's house in which I lived at for a year when I got back from well, overseas. You don't, they and don't know pay, you anything. That's what I'm saying. I didn't pay rent, so like I almost don't want to send them the. We guideline. won't talk about the brother-in-law lending you money. The to same pay off brother-in-law, debts. yeah. But I actually paid that loan back. Yeah, but still, he gave you a no-interest loan to pay off some gambling debts. That that goes a long way. Uh, no, it, it was uh, I had paid off the gambling debts that paid for my hotel and wedding gift for Jared Bergeron uh, when I was standing up in his wedding. Okay. Important clarification there from Ben Brust. Uh, just moving money around left and right. And by the way, Joshy, uh, happy belated birthday to you as Ben Brust on Friday's show uh, talked at length about how he is proud of himself for ultimately not celebrating his birthday too early. We were one month and one week out from his birthday and he started talking about it. Meanwhile, you were celebrating your birthday on Friday while you were off the show uh, and Ben decided to celebrate his one month, one week out. Out birthday before we ever celebrated yours. Like you're right, I have a gift card to an Italian restaurant uh, in Milwaukee that I've had since my birthday of last year. My birthday, man, we haven't even started birthday watch for Ben Brust. It's like a month and a week away, Greg. A month and a week away. You were saying that br- you were saying that on Josh's birthday. He was out at the fairways of Woodside in Sussex having a grand old time. Unbelievable. Drinking some booze out with the buddies. How'd you hit him, Joshy? Uh, is the worst I've played all year. That's right, Jeff Fun. I had the most amount of That's fun. Why the fairways sun was shining. There was plenty of Bud Lights to be had. I was having myself a blast. I believe it. Uh, this Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. We are presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Josh, you had a lot of those over the weekend. That is for sure celebrating his birthday. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter. At Scalzo and Brust, calling, texting 800-990-3776. I mentioned it before, but Aaron Rodgers on the Joe Rogan podcast. That dropped. Um, 
a three-hour conversation between him and Joe Rogan. That dropped on Saturday night. And the big headlines coming out of it have to do with rehashing the COVID situation with Aaron last year in which he told the media that he was immunized, that was taken as vaccinated. He's saying they didn't follow up. The media is saying they did. Jason Wilde in particular. Uh, but Aaron did have this to say, which was interesting in talking about who he believes his true media allies are. You know, you helped me with a... Uh you know, a, a game plan to be ready in case I did get COVID. And and I followed it to a T. And when I got COVID, you know, within 36 hours, I was, you know, symptom-free and feeling amazing. But the protocols was you were off for 10 days. So I missed a game. We lost a football game. I came back, had to answer a ton of questions about it. Obviously, I had my, you know, basically I lost – you know, the majority of allies I thought I had in the media. The good thing is it drew a real line in the sand, and everybody who wanted to jump on me and and trash me did and showed their true colors. And very few people, uh, you know, kind of in the media at least, uh, stuck by me. That Aaron Rodgers, he goes on to talk about how there was all these writers and media folks who uh, were always nice to him beforehand and who were ultimately um, building their careers off of his name and they were nowhere to be found as soon as the COVID stuff hit and we all trashed him and all went against him. Now, there's a couple of things that I will say about this and I don't want to spend a lot of time here, but the idea that he thinks it's owed to him that the media should be like friendly to him is wild and shows what his experience was for the beginning part of his career. They were puppets to Aaron Rodgers. And now the fact that he only will go on to shows and talk to people who are going to be agreeable with his viewpoint shows that like that's kind of how he was trained by the media to be um but ultimately i'm more interested in if people are still into the aaron Rodgers thing because i love it like i I absorb all of this whether it's him on aubrey marcus's podcast talking about ayahuasca in this podcast talking about the covid stuff is how he views the media talking about painkillers and some of the culture that exists there within the nfl um how the nfl handled the covid situation and sort of turning it into class warfare between vaccinated and unvaccinated i love the unabashedly honest authentic aaron Rodgers because it is so rare to see any player at the height of their powers, at the height of their popularity, take on the NFL. The last player we saw do that, and they didn't do it very well, was Tom Brady during the whole Deflategate scenario, and he ended up getting suspended for nothing. And so now Aaron Rodgers is taking on the NFL. It's fascinating to me and endlessly fascinating to me. But Josh DiMaggio, when we link up and talk about what we're going to talk about on the show, he wants nothing to do with it. Like, you're sick of Aaron Rodgers talking and talking about anything other than football. Yeah, at this point, I just don't want to see him in front of a microphone with Joe Rogan, with Aubrey Marcus, whatever it is. He's rehashed. He's made his opinion known on all these things. He thinks he was right. He thinks he was mistreated. I don't know what good he's doing. And frankly, I was excited to listen to the Aubrey Marcus podcast. This one took me a while to get around to. I just did it because it was an obligation. Oh, how the turntables, Joshy. Gregory, doesn't he sound like a Ben Brust of last year? He sounds just like Shut ben up Brust. and play football. I don't want to hear you speak. Every time he speaks, he makes me angry. Mm-hmm. And I tend to be on the side of Greg Scalzo. Because it, like, in what world have we seen in the NFL, in, in, or, or really the, the height of, uh, of all a lot of athletes, Face such polarizing things head on when recently Aaron's voted, you know, top 
three amongst his peers in the NFL uh, of of all players in in the NFL at his position, back to back MVP with potential probably endorse like he's lost endorsements because of uh, potential things he said in the past, and so the fact that he is not backing down, not scared of the potential backlash that will come if he continues to talk on different podcasts. I think it's fascinating because like, he's really prioritizing what he feels is most important to get out of his mouth and out of his brain versus you know what kind of what everyone wants to hear him say. 800-990-3776. Do you want to hear more or less from Aaron Rodgers? Again, 800-990-3776. He has been in front of a microphone, to Josh's point, quite a bit throughout this offseason uh, and been really headline-grabbing, not because of how he's talking about football, but because how he's talking about all these things outside of football. Do you enjoy listening to him? Because I feel like years ago, everyone would say, give me more Aaron. I'm fascinated to see how he broke down this play from eight years ago. And can you believe how great his memory is? And Oh my God, he's so smart and he likes to read. And you know, and the more we learn about who Aaron is, I get more mixed messages as far as whether or not people want to hear it. 800-990-3776. Miles and Madison just drops in a bro Rogan. That's it. Just bro Rogan reference. Thank you. Pete McGuadigo, again, 800-990-3776. Says Aaron should just make a sock puppet out of a hand warmer, call it new media, and do a podcast. I was just going to say, yeah. why, why, why is Aaron not taking the opportunity? To, he clearly likes to get his opinions out there. He should do a branded Aaron Rodgers podcast. Like, oh, like that's the thing. Draymond Green did it for the Warriors in the NBA Wait. Finals. Huh? Is that what he's setting up here? It could be. I don't think so yet. When he's done playing, there is no doubt in my mind he will find a lot of platforms to spew his beliefs and his thoughts uh, to the masses. I just don't think heading into a football season, the way the football players sort of um, turn their focus up during the season, it's different than NBA guys. It's different than uh, you know than other athletes. Again, On Twitter, ask Galso and Brush, should Aaron Rodgers start a podcast? Uh, sure, I think Josh is going to put up the poll of do you want to hear more or less from Aaron Rodgers? Though that works too. Um, but you can answer that question on the poll on Twitter at Scalzo Brust or calling us, texting us 800 3776 Again, 800-990-3776. We will get to you, the Scalzo and Brust family. Keep talking Aaron Rodgers. Do you want to hear more or less from him? Would you listen to an Aaron Rodgers podcast based on what we've heard from Joe Rogan from the Aubrey Marcus podcast? Because that seems to be the direction that Aaron Rodgers wants to speak in. Uh, we will hit that. Plus, we'll hear from Brett Favre coming up. Scalzo and Brust presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Brust. How many compartments does a cow's stomach have? Four. Scalzo and Brust. What's amazing is that people are still accusing you of cheating. How? I would cheat to win. Because Not you, cheat to lose. Because the four compartments in a cow's stomach. That's because there's when, four little things that you little... That you, that you get <laughs> this is why people think that you cheat. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts.
it one-on-one with Joe Rogan for three hours. That podcast dropped on Saturday night. Aaron had some choice words to say about the NFL, how they handled the COVID situation, defended himself, took out the media, talked about how there needs to be better pain management in the NFL, uh, talked about how he played a full game on Percocets, and ultimately ended up talking about Joe Rogan things. Now, this coming off of the Aubrey Marcus appearance, uh, many others throughout this offseason. Do you want to hear more or less from Aaron Rodgers? That posted on Twitter, Joshy. Just got it out there. At Scalzo and Bross, you can vote on that poll. We also want to hear from you on the old National Bank talking text line. So call us, text us 800-990-3776. We'll open up the phone lines. Uh, Do you want to hear more or less from him? Do you want to hear an Aaron Rodgers podcast one day? Jason from Brookfield, welcome to Scalzo and Bruss. We're presented by Bud Light. What say you on Aaron Rodgers? Hey, gentlemen, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I 100% want to hear more from him. Um, I wish I was as outspoken as he was. I I, I tend to be a little bit more tamed and keep things to myself. Uh, His stance on the vaccinations kind of helped me. I wouldn't say helped me 100% through what we were going through with COVID, but when I did get COVID and I myself am unvaccinated, uh, just hearing him talk gave me a little bit of positive hope because all my friends and family were really down on me. And and he helped pull me through that I wasn't completely nuts for not getting it at that time. Uh, With that all being said, now, if it's a post-game interview after the Packers just beat the Vikings, like they're going to do in the first uh, week. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to hear him talking about it at the podium, of course. I want to hear football. But as far as the podcast for Joe Rogan, 100%, because that is what Joe Rogan likes to talk about. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you for, for the, the call, call, Jason, for Brookfield. 800-990-3776. Get 800-990-3776. We'll put up the phone lines uh, to talk with you, the Scalzo and Bruss family. Uh, episode one, Aaron Rodgers podcast. I want more ayahuasca stories. I feel like there's some some stuff left on the bone there uh, that he could dig back out. Number two, I guarantee uh, episode two would be about aliens. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' obsession with with aliens. Uh, I feel like it, I feel like that's the thing is it, it, we asked the question: Does he need a podcast? He kind of has already like hit on so many different things and so many different platforms, but I could also use like the Aaron Rodgers perspective of all of his past relationships. I'd love to know what went south with Olivia Munn and Danica Patrick and Shailene Woodley. Like if he, if he was able if to open up on all that, I'm in. I mean, that's not guaranteed that because he is a podcast I'm, we get I'm, to hear. I know it's whatever not. I'm just he saying wants. what I want from Aaron Rodgers in a podcast. Okay. 800-990-3776, Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. Uh, Hilsey chimes in and says, Benny, really? You're using, oh, how the turntables? Do you really hold the higher ground if you can't get the saying right? Also, enough talking from 12, just football. Hilsey, come on, man. It's an office reference. Michael Scott, baby. Josh would hit sick reference if he wasn't on the phone. But Hilsey just wants football talk, and that's understandable. Chef Fed chimes in and says, being a great quarterback aside, he's an arrogant guy. Please speak less. That's why he can't keep a girlfriend. I don't think that's entirely fair, Chef Fed. I don't think that uh, we can truly identify from the outside why he's having trouble. Um Finding the one uh, or, you know, succeeding in those relationships. And really, what is a successful relationship if it's not the right person? Uh, that's ultimately what not What is it. a successful relationship? But 
If you want him to speak less, that's your prerogative, Chef Ed. Yes, Josh. I have a question for both of you because I assume you guys have listened to most of, if not all, of this podcast to this point. When you listen to Aaron Rodgers talk, do you think he's being 100% honest with you at all times? And this has nothing to do with the, the COVID stuff of any measure. He told a couple stories uh, that seemed far-fetched to me, and they had a special flair to them that really helped him homer, uh, hammer home a point that he was trying to make that was previously made. I don't know if there's a single person on this earth that I listen to and believe they're telling me the truth I was 100%. just going to say, literally on this radio show, but he's a Greg does it, we do, I do it, you do it. We we say things and there's always a little, you know, you got a little pe- put an extra you know, cherry on top of your point. Just a little extra, a little salt for it, a little sprinkle, you know? Like, yeah, no, I don't don't think he's immune to that. I don't think anybody's immune to that. The people who pretend that they never tell a lie are the ones I worry about the most. Because don't lie to me about lying. At least be honest about that. We also have the Scalzo and Breast theory, if you don't have a vice, then we we don't trust you because everyone's got a vice. Phil and Madison chimes in, says, I would love to hear him talk more about football. If he talks about football, I would love to hear more. Well, that's not necessarily in the spirit of the question. Uh, I do think you want to talk about exaggerating. I think Aaron likes to exaggerate about just how much he remembers, and I think he loves, loves, loves when people pretend that he's got a photographic memory um, when it pertains to uh, the football field, just like LeBron loves when people pretend that he has a photographic memory. It's like, no. They're just telling you the story of what was happening because they lived it and they're in it. I was just going to say, if if you... If you were to ask me a specific play that happened right after a game, which a lot of the times that happens, you could recite it like it was you know something you've read a hundred times, and I don't even read books. Like I knew exactly where where I was on what play and what possession. Cool. Like you, could, if it was a seven zero run, I could tell you how it happened, how they missed, how we got on transition, who scored, who passed it. Photographic Just, memory. Yeah, me, Ben. Photographic memory. 608 chives in and says, I agree with Josh on Aaron needing to talk less. He acts like he is the smartest person in the room when he clearly isn't and wants to be a victim when he lied to us and all but admitted it in the podcast. I'm not getting into the lying thing. I was very upfront last year that he was very clearly lying to us, and it is what it is. Like, it's fine. I don't look for my star athletes to be the greatest people on earth. I think that he probably paid more of a penance than he needed to for telling a lie about his vaccination. Um, I think it's been a weird couple of years when it comes to all of that, but if you want him to talk less, yeah, he does present himself as the smartest person in the room. Um, um, and I could understand why that rubs people the wrong way. However, I just love the unabashed honesty, and I love finding out what the people that we hear or the people that we watch actually believe and think. Doesn't that seem... Uh, you? We just talked about how you believe he's lying, and we also postulated on the fact that he well, likes to stretch the truth. Is he as unabashed honest, or is he just willing, he's willing to, say, to share his thoughts? Say like, things. But Okay, but there's two things there. Just because he he's telling us what he honestly believes. He's not giving us coach speak. It does not mean that that is the absolute truth, but we are getting the unfiltered thoughts of Aaron Rodgers. So maybe that's a better way to say Good it. Good distinction. That makes a lot more sense to me. But I get to hear what's in his brain, whereas most of the time... You don't. And Tom Brady's admitted to that where he's like 10% of the things that I say like are actually on my mind. I'm just going to give you the answer I think you want to hear. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. 100% of the time, you're getting 100% what's on my brain, whether that's good or bad for all of us. I think it's a good thing. 
Well, I'm going to continue it on. All right. James from Waukesha, welcome to Scalzo and Brust and the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Get old. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you want to hear more or less from him? Hey, guys. Good Monday to you. Good to you. I want to hear more from him. (laughs) I want to hear more from him because I enjoy watching Stephen A. Smith go completely ballistic and you guys go completely ballistic over nothing. And and at the end of the day, it's how many touchdowns are you going to throw on Sunday, and and how many wins are you going to get us? He's this guy. He's playing everybody, and I wouldn't doubt that he has a marketing campaign behind him, and 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 he's playing everybody. You're you're spending your almost your entire show on talking about this, and it's all irrelevant. And ESPN does the same, and it puts his name at the top. Why do you think it's irrelevant, James? I mean, this is a guy that you're talking about. You just want him to play on Sundays, but he's he's a person there. You don't want to learn at all about the person behind the helmet. You just want to see what that G does uh, on his helmet on a Sunday? Yes. Right. What he does in his personal life is his, is his business. Just, just as my personal life is my business. All right, your, your personal life is your business. I don't, right. I, I don't know about Thank that you, James here. from Waukesha. You're going to get uh, a lot of personal life stuff here, whether you want to hear it or not. I don't even know what we talk about if we didn't talk about our personal lives and the personal lives of the athletes We're or just of breaking, others. We, just we, we, we broke film. down the way George Washington wiped his ass back in the 1700s. It's as personal as it gets, James. 800 990 Keep them coming in. Derek from Cedarburg says, Maybe because most a- athletes do not act like this, in his own way he thinks he is sticking it to the man or opening up the curtains for a behind-the-scenes look for us fans. I think that was a big part of it. Like, listening to the Rogan podcast, I think a big part of him thought, hey, now that the COVID piece has settled down a little bit, um, I'm going to basically put my unfiltered thoughts out there about how the NFL actually acted. Now, a lot of it was already out there. He went on to talk about the pain uh, pain medication that's taken in the NFL, talked about how he played a game on Percocet and that you know, nobody should do that. Uh, and I think that part of him is looking at it in his new rebellious, you could call it a midlife crisis, you could call it whatever you want, but there's no doubt that this is a guy who is looking to buck the trend at every turn. Um, I-, I do think part of it is him opening up a curtain for fans. And I do think a a big part of it is him saying, hey, NFL, I'm not scared of you. I'm going to do things my own way. And uh, and I'm going to talk openly about it. Whereas the NFL's culture has been built on secrecy, on conformity, on this is what you say. Don't say anything to the media. Don't step out of line. It's more about the team before self. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely bucking the trend on that. Now, whether you respect him for it or you dislike him for it, for it is another story, but you have to at least acknowledge that he is doing this differently than any quarterback who's ever come before. Yeah, I wonder if the the urge for Aaron to speak more openly comes from the fact that when he wasn't speaking, like it's like this is just another form of him staying topical, of him staying in the headlines for different reasons. I mean, he was in the headlines because it, was he going to come back to the Green Bay Packers or not? And I think he he gets a high off of seeing himself out there, and I don't blame him for it. It under nine out of thirty two.
800-990-3776, the number to get into the show. We'll keep talking with you, the Scalzo and Russ family. Are you sick of hearing from Aaron Rodgers? Do you want to hear more? If he started a podcast, would you subscribe? Speaking of, subscribe to the Scalzo and Russ podcast wherever you get your podcast. Vroom! Vroom! Vintage racing continues to live on, people. You have the September 16th through the 18th to go enjoy what I've been telling you about all summer long. That's Road America, my favorite racetrack in the entire world. 4.1 miles. I always like to round up to 4.2. It's more fun to say. But the sights, the sounds, the smell from my favorite place, Road America in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, is the best. And you have the Aaron's Art of Wheels Vintage Weekend wrapping up the 2022 season. Get your tickets at RoadAmerica.com because it's more than just the race. There's the experience that you have when you bring your family. You create memories. You take pictures. You bring your own booze. You bring your own food. You camp out. It's amazing at Road America. Check it out because there's one last time for you to do so this season. RoadAmerica.com. We'll be replaying a big chunk of the Brett Favre interview uh, that happened this morning on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy coming up at 5.15. We're talking Aaron Rodgers reacting to his Joe Rogan podcast, a one-on-one conversation for three hours. Have you ever had a conversation that long? We'll hit that. Talk to you all coming up next on Scalzo and Bruss, presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Russ. He was a great. hairy middle schooler. Whole, I bet he was you a really hairy it. middle schooler. You nailed it. I did. I still don't have chest hair, and he had chest hair in seventh grade. Wow. Um, very strong, very athletic. Soft chest hair, too. Sorry, uh, continue. Soft chest hair is in, like, not soft because he's soft, but soft because he's very beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Kind you want to run your hands through? I would. Um, sorry, you, you were saying. I don't remember anymore because now I'm thinking about rubbing my hand through Jimmy Garoppolo's chest hair in seventh grade. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Live across ESPN Wisconsin, Ben Bruss, Greg Scalzo, talking with you, the Scalzo and Bruss family. Aaron Rodgers spent three hours saying, talking one-on-one with Joe Rogan. That dropped on Saturday night. We're talking about whether you want to hear more or less from Aaron Rodgers. If you had a podcast, would you be listening? Or are you just sick of him talking? I'm into it. I love hearing the things that he has to say, even if I don't agree with them, uh, because I am impressed at how uh, how open he is uh, as far as his thoughts Were you and feelings. Say honest? I was, but I think it's a, an important distinction how open he is about his thoughts and feelings uh, and how willing he is to pull back the veil at this point in his career and in his life. We'll also be hearing from Brett Favre who appeared earlier today on Jen Go- Gabe and Chewy as he will every day following a Green Bay Packer game. Of course, this is the preseason edition of that. So you got him uh, airing this morning on 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We'll be replaying that at 5.15 and talking about uh, some of the things that he said, uh, especially about that offense and some of the unknowns, if that could potentially be a benefit um, or a hindrance to the Green Bay Packers. But right now, again, I want to hear from you. 
Do you want to hear more or less from Aaron Rodgers? 800-990-3776. Before we get to the text line, let's go to Mark in New Berlin, the official clown of the Scalzo and Russ family, the one-man wrecking crew, the Jordan Love train, the man who believes the Packers would have been better off with Jordan Love at quarterback as opposed to the back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers. He is Mark in New Berlin. What's up, Mark? We're having some technical difficulties. You don't have your normal open. Oh, man. Time for you to fire. This fruit, this fruit cake should be talking three hours one-on-one with Dr. Phil or maybe Sigmund Freud. There's something wrong with this fruit cake. Can't you people see that? And uh, you know what? Contrary to what most li- listeners think, Mark and New Berlin hopes this idiot talks more. He makes he makes Benny look smart. You whoa, know, that, whoa, that whoa, whoa. The Packers organization must just be cringing. They spent a quarter of a billion, that's with a B, Benny, on this guy for one Super Bowl in 10 years. All he's doing is talking on podcasts. You know, what? You know, I, if I was the owner, if I was Tampa Bay and I had Tom Brady, I'd hug that guy every day. Thank God we got Tom Brady and not that fruitcake. Mark in New Berlin. An aggressive Mark in New Berlin. Very aggressive Mark in New Berlin. Uh, yes, we will maybe uh, hit on the Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers because in the NFL Network's NFL Top 100 voted on by fellow players, Aaron Rodgers came in at number three overall. Tom Brady came in ahead of Aaron Rodgers as the top quarterback in the NFL. It's the age-old Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers won two MVPs. Who do you want? We at Germantown chimes in and says a regular listener and fan of both the Joe Rogan Experience and Scalzo and Brush show. Um, I love when the two worlds collide. I have not always been a huge fan of Rogers' off-field antics, but after listening to the podcast in full, I can definitely see where he's coming from with some of the things he's talking about, and I definitely respect him for saying things that are on his mind versus just telling us what we want to hear. Yeah, and look, Aaron Rodgers is not going to stop. Like, For me, the moment I knew that he was going to continue to do this was just looking at him with Joe Rogan and Aubrey Marcus. He he is starry eyed, and he's got this like smirk, like he loves the affirmation that he's getting, as we all do. Like right, like we all like affirmation when someone agrees with us. And you hit on that earlier, Greg. But I can see it in his face. I can see it in his smile when he's talking with those guys. He's like, oh. Like I can say this, and like I got some a so little bit more support than than the NFL coming into our uh, our training camp or into our practices and making sure we're living up to this guideline. He just feels like he can be unapologetically himself when he goes on these podcasts. He probably doesn't feel that way inside the NFL locker room talking to the local media. 800-990-3776-918 chimes in says the more Rogers talks, the more I can see why he's estranged from his family and can't maintain a relationship with partners. The guy seems pretty arrogant, obnoxious, and narcissistic, none of which are good qualities as a person. I would say neither is judge being judgmental. And uh, I don't know about you, 918, but like that's a pretty aggressive stance to take on somebody uh, having not ever known them personally. But I get it. I mean, I do think that he gives off um, some of those vibes. I wouldn't go as far as 
as you do, maybe. But yes, he is somebody who is uh, who has conviction in his beliefs. Uh, I don't get the obnoxious piece. I-, I think you could call him arrogant. I think you can call him narcissistic. I think the obnoxious part is just his continuous thirst for being in the headlines. It. I think we might be overdoing that because of it's not just the culture us. of the NFL. No, oh, but I'm saying oh, like oh. in general, like he's been on. He's done this twice this offseason, right? Aubrey Marcus and Joe Rogan. Like, what he said on Adam Shine's podcast is like, not many people are paying attention to that. No offense, Adam Shine. I don't mean to take you out. Man, what'd you say about being judgmental? That's more football focused. I'm saying for him to go on and just spill his guts about the personal stuff, he does it maybe two or three times a year. It's not a weekly occurrence. It's just that rarely or really never do you see another football player do it. And the few times we've seen a quarterback specifically teeter there like Russell Wilson did and talking about concussion water and stuff like the world beat him back to a point where he just never even wandered into that forest again whoa, whoa what did I miss on concussion water you remember when Russell Wilson thought that he uh had figured out a water that could help solve concussions I don't know if he thought he figured it out but I believe it was an endorsement of sorts that he was promoting a bubbly water that could fix concussions. I mean, Tom Brady did a full-on documentary about himself, 10-part series. This, I'm not even talking about the latest one that aired on ESPN. I'm talking about the uh, 10-part um, documentary where he like talked about his family and his faith and his belief in what he's doing body-wise. And He's built an entire company based off of uh, nutrition and anti-aging. And like, again, it... it Winning six Super Bowls or seven Super Bowls at this point provides a, a great makeup over whatever it is that you're trying to uh, to pump out outside of the game of football. But I don't I don't see the obnoxious nature of him being he can't stop going on podcasts or talking about himself. I guess I, I guess that's fair, but I, I it's not just about him going on podcasts. It's it's him. Uh, dropping you know little little bombs in the off season when he was not going to be potentially back with the Green Bay Packers and the timing of Adam Schefter's report of the NFL draft and then Jordan Love being drafted by the Packers like some people are just they're really good at being in the news and I will say he is really good at being in the news. Have you ever had a one on one conversation for three hours? Is Tom Brady the best football player in the NFL? Just a couple of questions we'll hit on one or zero coming up next on Scalzo and Brust presented by the world's greatest beer Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Brust. My name is Ben Brust and I am a Karen. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Across ESPN, Wisconsin, 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN in Madison, 1430 ESPN, Beaver Dam, home of the Golden Beavers up in Beaver Dam. You, the Scalzo and Bruss family all over the state of Wisconsin, calling, texting 800-990-3776. Get 800-990-3776. Keep them coming in. But, Josh, you're right now. It's time to play a little. One or zero. Are you a one or a zero? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no? 
There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero. We will be hearing from Brett Favre coming up at 5.15 today. He joined Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this morning. Uh, We are going to be replaying that again today at 5.15. A very large chunk. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scals. We're your contestants for 1 or 0. Josh Kamaju, your host. He asks us a question. We say 1 for yes, 0 for no. There is no gray area. Joshy, take it away. Aaron Rodgers appeared on Joe Rogan's podcast over the weekend and sat down for a three-hour conversation. One or zero. You've had a one-on-one conversation for three hours before. One, definitely. Longer, I would say. Yeah. I, I, I feel like you're shocked by that. But you've never sat down and just had an ongoing conversation for more than three hours? The, the What surprised me here was the rat-a-tat nature and the fact that if you're on a podcast, it's you <laughs> and that person yeah. for three straight hours. There's no breaks, no nothing. Like, I've definitely been with somebody and, you know, hung out with them for three straight hours just ourselves. But you're not continuing a conversation. And what I noticed was they were kind of going into some of the old Joe Rogan tropes of things he talks about every time, kind of playing the hits. I mean, look, We've subbed not- for three-hour radio shows. Does that not count? No, because you got breaks during like the break. Like It's not continuous. But like in real life, you've never sat down with somebody and just hashed out a conversation that goes four, five, six hours? I would ask you, has that ever happened to you and I? Yeah, what? This has happened with not even – not you – just in general, like I can think of conversations with past girlfriends where it's like, you know, you're like four in the morning, you know, and you're still talking. Those are a little that there was one that came to my head. Where I did. I don't think I. It was a one-on-one conversation. It was a one-on-zero, and I was just getting <laughs> yelled at. <laughs> uh, but we've all been there, right? The one-on-zero, uh, yes, the losing I've been there battle. Oh uh, yeah, um, yes. Oh, yeah, in, those in, are the worst. In the alleyway of the Palisades apartment in Madison. Oh, mine's not too far away in Madison. <laughs> uh, also in college. Um, Oof. Yep. It's like, when's this one going to end? Yep. Mine's in the alleyway behind the you know, Props Cafe to that person there. because they can answer. They have a one-on-zero one on conversation for three hours. Never had that before. Tom Brady was voted the number one player in the NFL by his peers on NFL.com. Aaron Rodgers came in at three. One or zero. Why are you reading like that? That's how I always read. One or zero. Tom Brady is the best NF player in the NFL. Like I'm going to say one until he's done. Like I, I don't I don't care what his what his season by season statistics are. Like he's the best player in football because he's given his teams the best chance to win a Super Bowl more than anyone in the game of football in the re- re- most recent era. Is ever. Tom Brady the greatest example of people? Who deny that like the clutch gene is actually a thing? Because he's simply not the most talented quarterback, or like obviously in terms yeah. of physical skill sets. But I think what people fail to give him credit for, because you're right, he's not, is and I know you're gonna be like, oh, I can't believe that. But like the leadership and his ability to almost be like another coach and make sure that the team is ready for situational football. He knows how to run a two-minute drill. He knows how to do the things that matter the most in big games. And I think a lot of times we just umbrella that under the quote-unquote clutch gene, where it's like, no, the dude actually knows how to win and he knows how to get the guys around him to win, which is different than how fast are you, how far can you throw it, how accurate are you on exactly. the run. Exactly. Exactly. Like I, James White, former Wisconsin Badger, longtime New England Patriot, recently retired. And there was a clip 
of James White's highlights against the Atlanta Falcons, the famous 28-3 comeback. And I think where Tom Brady needs more credit, it's not because, like, again, a lot of those passes to James White weren't necessarily like the Aaron Rodgers ooh-and-ah passes, but they produced results that led to that comeback, right? It was the, the decision-making of Tom Brady to put his teammates in the right spot to be successful that cannot be overlooked. Uh, I guess I would say one. I think Aaron Donald has a strong, uh, strong case here, but ultimately, defensive tackle doesn't make the same impact on a football team that Brady does. Like if Aaron Donald went to the Buccaneers a few years ago, they don't win a Super Bowl. Maybe they win an extra game. Tom Brady goes there. They went from missing the playoffs to winning the Super Bowl. This weekend at the Northwestern and Nebraska game in Ireland, the stadium began giving away free beer after their internet went down, meaning none of the cash registers worked. One or zero. Giving away free beer at a football game is a bad idea. Zero when you've got all Nebraska fans there who have to watch this joke of a coach and this joke of a school try to win a game and cover a damn spread. The over is that under, why you're mad? The team total over-under for them was 31 and a half points. They had 28 <laughs> points with nine minutes left in the third quarter. They do the dumb onside kick and they don't score another point? I mean, I, that was a golden bet to make. They brought in the was right it? offensive coordinator. They brought in the right quarterback. They were cruising 22 on transfers. Offense. You're going against Northwestern. You've got a home field advantage because Northwestern's not sending tens of thousands of people over to Ireland the way Nebraska is. And you blow it? Scott Frost should not have been allowed on the plane home. And the fact that he is tells me everything that I need to know. Kick Nebraska out of the Big Ten. They do not deserve to be in the Big Ten. They are a mid-major program. Pretending like they are a major football program because of what they did 40 freaking years ago. You do not belong. Nebraska, you hear me? You don't belong in the big conference. Let's trade them out and bring somebody else worthwhile in. Yes, it's all because they lost a bet. And I bet them to cover the 11. Man! When Vegas tells me... Football's back, baby! We got rage gray. When Vegas tells me... 11 points on a neutral site for Nebraska. That means they expected a blowout. They were begging you to take, begging you to take Northwestern. I'm an idiot. Fat Jack had Nebraska as well. <sighs> Me and Fat Jack, we always go down together. Going down together. Sorry, I don't even know if I answered the question. But <laughs> no, I, 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 I think you answered the question better than the question <sighs> could have been answered. One, one more here. You would pay up to $25 more per ticket if it meant free beer. One, especially to a Badger game. I mean, uh, I don't know about that, though. You get in by the mid-second quarter. Dude, stop those games are at the s- end of the third. Okay, good call on the end of the third, but those games are yeah, so you long. You could probably take down three beers. Look, time. two beers is going to be 25 bucks anyway. That's what I mean. You need three beers to come. Three beers to make the value, but no, two beers to make the value. $12 beers? Eh, no, you're probably right. Three beers. But you're sucking down three beers at a Badger game. Four-hour games. One, one, I guess I would, yeah. If I knew I was going to be there for the whole game, absolutely. Teams should do that little extra <laughs> extra charge. All you yeah, can drink is that, booze. Is, that's all it's going to take for you, Joshy? <laughs> I mean, I'd go to more games. Apple Man in the Orchard, he's picking apples, chimes in. 800-990-3776 says, wow, Greg must have lost a little bit of coin on Nebraska. I did lose a little nope. bit of coin on Nebraska. No, uh, no, just big Nebraska hater. Yeah, uh, that is 100%, uh, 100% the case. Now, were you watching the entire game, watching your 31 
point. Once they once they went up, and I believe it was like twenty eight to twenty four, or I forget what they the scored. Score really, was. they scored right out the gates in the first half, or in the second. In half. the second half, um, I was like, oh, I at least I'm going to split my bets. Not Hopefully cover. They run the away game. with it. Not, uh-huh. co- but like uh-huh. you know, if they don't cover, I'll well, at least you know the, the team rule about over. double dipping, Greg. Double dipping in the same game's tough. I mean, they brought in Whipple, the former offensive coordinator. Don't, no for justification, Pitt. kiddo. No justification. Don't call me kiddo. kiddo. Don't call me kiddo. Nobody loses bets like Ben Bras. Don't act like you're. Mr. You can kiddo me when I do the here. same thing next time. Uh, I thought it was a sound bet. I think if Scott Frost and Nebraska weren't mid-major team, mid-major program, then they would have been able to step up in in the way that they deserve to step up. But they're a joke. What do you want me to say? That kiddo felt good. <laughs> Has that axe been fully ground at this point? No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> More left on the I, ball. I didn't even lose that much, but it was the first bet of the season. And for me to go 0-2 on, on a bet Bad I start. thought would at least Poor split taste. Um, would, be, would be decent. Um, yeah. Hot start to the season, 0-2 against the spread. I mean, Ben, you just you just <laughs> lost so much money at the casino. All right, you all right, lost let me, so much can money I at have the casino. My fun with you no, without it coming you back. You can't. <sighs> yeah, I know, and I'm waiting for my big, you know, check to come in to make up for the losses. What check? Payday <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss, we have the question posted after a three-hour podcast with Joe Rogan. Do you want to hear more or less from Aaron Rodgers? 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Plus, we'll hear directly from Brett Favre coming up next on Scalzo and Bruss, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light.